Hello everyone. Welcome to the 5th episode of Talks with Dolith. My name is Akshita Maheshwari and I am the content and growth lead here at Dolith. Today we have with us Varun Fatehpuriya, the founder of Dolith. Dolith is a tech-enabled solution which provides customized portfolios for Indians to invest better and reach their financial goals. Before Dolith, Varun worked with some of the top investment institutions in the world like Bloomberg and Blackstone in their Hong Kong offices. He graduated with distinction in finance and information systems from the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. He is also a NSIM certified investment advisor. We are glad to have you here with us Varun. Thank you for having me once again Akshita today. So, uh Here's my question to the audience. You must have heard something about these guaranteed income products which a lot of insurance companies are offering today. But today let's have a discussion on what exactly are these products and uh try to get some more clarity on them. So Varun, maybe you could begin by talking about what is insurance and uh, what is the purpose of it. Yeah. So fundamentally I just want to talk first and take a few seconds to uh, highlight to the audience what the purpose of an insurance company is and when they come and sell insurance to you what their end goal is so to put it simply insurance is a risk product uh, it's fundamentally designed to either provide you or your dependents with protection um in case of an emergency like an untimely demise or a medical emergency or so on and so forth it is not designed to give you returns right so that is something that you have to keep in mind when you are thinking about insurance that it is not fundamentally designed to provide you with investment returns and help you reach your financial goals over a longer period of time its only goal at the end of the day is to provide you with some sort of a cover that could be a life cover that could be a health cover uh, or if you buy an insurance for your car or something like that the end goal is to provide you with the payout in the event something unfortunate happens but what we really started to see in india and all across the world that just selling something from a life and death and health perspective was proving to be a bit challenging for a lot of these insurance companies and that's where you see uh, i would say product innovation come in um, in the form of guaranteed income products all right So if you could elaborate a little on you know what exactly are these guaranteed income products that all these insurance companies are offering today So guaranteed income products in effect combine i would say uh, aspects of both investments and insurance together put it simply so let's say as a policy holder you are paying a certain amount of money as premium every quarter every month every yearly what the insurance companies then do is invest a certain percentage of that premium uh in terms of providing you with the actual insurance or the cover uh, and the balance amount of money is then invested into i would say more uh for the most part low risk products which then in a sense provides you with this guaranteed income concept so what they effectively do is bind you for a period of 5 years 7 years 10 years lock in your money and then after a certain amount of time uh give you a certain assured 
pay out over the next 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Uh, that is effectively what these guaranteed income products are doing. They are effectively putting your money into the markets. That could be government bonds, that could be corporate bonds, that could also be equity markets. But they lock you in for a certain amount of time so as to let that investment grow over that period. And then after that period has lapsed, use that corpus which was generated to provide you with a quarterly payout. When you go and talk to people, uh, I would have seen in my family as well, it looks really appealing that you pay a certain amount of money for a certain period of time. And then after that, for the next 15 years, 20 years, you start getting a monthly or a quarterly or a yearly payout. It looks really, really exciting. But I think once you get into doing the numbers, you start realizing from an investment point of view, how poor of an option that is. So since you've just talked about numbers, uh, will can you please show us, you know, a calculation uh, that explains the returns that are generated uh, from these guaranteed income products? And maybe, you know, uh, alongside with it, if you could tell that I if I invest that same amount in mutual funds, what would the returns look like? So maybe if you could do a return comparison for us. Yeah, so we actually ran numbers i think a few weeks back uh, uh one of my friend actually approached me with this uh, uh insurance policy or a guaranteed income product policy that he was being sold and then obviously at the face value it looked really exciting so what i basically did is i did a simple excel calculation where uh, uh for the first i would say 10 years the money was invested and then there was a certain amount of guaranteed income payout so let me just share my screen so that it becomes uh, really clear to the audience today as to, uh, from an investment point of view, how subpar the returns actually are. Sure. So as you can see in the screen, we have a certain amount of, uh, so l let me just pull up the insurance tab first, right? So what this pa policy was effectively doing is for the first 10 years, you need to pay a yearly premium of 10 lakh rupees plus some GST amount. So that's the premium paying term that you could see in the screen of 10 years and a yearly premium of approximately 10 lakh rupees. Once you have paid that premium from the 11th year onwards, they assure you a yearly payout of 10 lakh 65,000 rupees for the next 25 years. And at the end of that 35th year, so that's basically 10 years plus 25 years, they will also provide you with a uh, maturity payout of one crore rupee that is equivalent to the amount of money that you had invested in the first 10 years, right? So this is what the table actually looks like. If we want to just easily bifurcate it into a couple of columns, what we see is in the first 10 years, you are paying roughly about one odd crore, right? Every year you're paying approximately 10 lakh rupees plus some GST amount. The first year, the GST amount is a bit higher. And then from the second year onwards, the GST is a bit lower. Uh, that, that's just how uh, insurance companies have structured it. So what we have effectively done is in the first 10 years, you pay approximately, as you can see, 1 crore, 2,47,500 rupees, right? And then from the 11th year onwards, they basically assure you of a yearly payout of approximately 10,65,000 for the next 25 years. So from the 11th year onwards, we can see you are getting a payout every year till year 35, right? 10,65,000 rupees. And at the end of 35th year, you also get approximately 1 crore rupees, which you had invested in the policy in the first 10 years. 
so this is basically what uh, the three columns actually donate the premium outflow in the first 10 years uh, then the payout which is represented by green for the next 25 years and finally the maturity payout of approximately 1 crore so the total outflows is approximately 1 crore rupees and then the total payout is basically the sum of the survival benefits right plus the 1 crore rupees that you receive at the end of year 35 so that comes up to approximately 3.66 crores if you just run simple numbers that's it i've not done anything complicated over here uh, just inputted the irr uh, formula into it the returns are less than 7% right that is how i would say low the returns are from these so called guaranteed income products right today just to give you reference a 10 year uh, government of india will uh, will give you effectively 7.5% for borrowing money from you so it is not even providing you with returns um, in uh, a level which is equitable to what the government or the sovereign is providing in the name of guaranteed. What a lot of people actually get attracted to towards in these schemes is the word guaranteed. Uh, they are at least assured that what I pay into the scheme, I will be able to uh, get out of it uh, after a certain amount of time. But what they effectively end up missing is the kind of lock-in, the 10-year lock-in. If you really need to take out money in case of an emergency during those first 10 years, the surrender value is so horrendous uh, that it effectively penalizes you. So you have to keep in mind the lock-in period, the flexibility uh, that all of these actually income products provide you. So I hope this is clear. Just, just if you look, look run simple numbers, the... Uh, product will not pay you more, more than 7% in investment returns. So now let's say if you would have done a similar calculation and you would have invested the same amount of money in mutual funds, right? Uh, here the calculations will be a bit different uh, and we have taken a certain assumptions, right? So in the first 10 years, you are in a similar manner, effectively investing 10 lakh rupees every year. The amount is a bit lower because to do a like-for-like -like comparison since the guaranteed income product also has a life cover embedded in it so what we had assumed is that you will pay a certain amount of money to purchase a separate life insurance right for let's say a one crore life insurance uh, term cover will have approximately 12,000 50,000 rupees of yearly premium so we have accordingly just deducted that and shown that if you were to make a yearly SIP investment of approximately 10 lakh 20,000 every year for the first 10 years, similar to what you were doing in a, a guaranteed income product, that would come to approximately 1.77 crores at the end of year 10. And here we have just done a basic fair value, uh, sorry, future value uh, calculation by inputting uh, certain aspects, right? So let's say if you want to just quickly edit the formula, what we'll see is the first aspect is the rate. So average yearly return from year one to year 10, since you're not withdrawing any money or inputting money every year, right? Is we have assumed a rate of return of approximately 12%. I think if you go back in time or ask anybody, I think that's a fairly conservative return assumption that we have taken. Nothing too, I would say extraordinary. The number of periods is 10 years uh, and every the PMT is basically what you pay every year. That is 10 lakh, 10,000 rupees, right? So if you would have invested just 10 lakh, 10,000 rupees every year for the first 10 years at a 12% rate of return, by the end of 10th year, you would have accumulated approximately 1.77 crore rupees. Uh, I hope that's simple, right? Then things 
change a bit from 11th year onwards because the investment strategies also tend to look a bit different since in the first 10 years you do not really have any requirement of withdrawing money so you ideally invest in more i would say uh, higher wealth creation opportunities like equities right so 80 85% of your portfolio could be invested over there and the balance 10 to 15% is invested in a a bond or a debt fund and a blended you could get a return of approximately 12% now once you have accumulated this corpus at the end of year 10 what you really need to do is deploy this money in a manner from which you can start generating regular payouts every year for the next 25 years right so what we effectively see here is this 1 crore 77 lakh rupees that you have accumulated at end of year 10 we then basically flip the allocation and invest a majority of this corpus into safer debt instruments so approximately 70 75% of your portfolio then needs to be invested in a debt or a bond fund and the balance 20 25% could be invested in a diversified equity fund uh, so that there's a good balance between capital appreciation and capital protection and then what we do is basically we want to withdraw roughly 4% that's a good rule of thumb uh that most of the practitioners actually follow that every year we will withdraw approximately 4% from the investment value so let's say in year 11 if we do a simple calculation 4% of 1 crore 77 lakh is approximately 7 lakh 8000 rupees right so we withdraw that money and the balance money which is 1 crore 77 lakh minus 7 lakh rupees so approximately 1.7 crore we have that money invested which is giving us a average yearly return of approximately 8% and i think again that is a fairly conservative assumption because today bond funds will give you approximately 7 to 8% and the balance we assume is invested in an equity fund which has a much higher return potential right so that's basically how we have done the calculation 12% is for the first 10 years of investment and then for the next 25 years of investment since we are invested in more safer assets we have assumed the rate of return of 8% so if we just run the numbers and keep doing this uh, and we'll be happy to share a uh, uh, i would say working sheet with you if you so require you will see how every year your money also keeps on growing with the inflation amount which is not really the case with uh, what you would have got in a guaranteed income product since the payouts are really fixed you would have accumulated have a total payout of approximately 7 crore 8 lakh 44,808 rupees so that is basically the sum of the payouts that you receive every year plus also the end of the term investment value right because this this 1.77 crores after accumulate uh, balancing out for all the withdrawals that you have done also grows in time over a period of time right so that's approximately 4 odd crore so if we do a simple sum of this plus this we see the total payout comes up to approximately 7 crore and this is again fairly very very conservative number that a return of approximately 8.5% so you can see how just a simple i would say uh 1.5 to 2% difference in return can lead to a staggering 2x um difference in payout that is the power of compounding that is how um i would say uh money you are losing out by investing in so called guaranteed income products the only thing that you need to keep in mind over here is you need to have the patience you need to have the same temperament that you would have uh, invested by uh, investing in a guaranteed income product
So I hope this makes it really clear to the audience today that uh, these products are not designed to give you any sort of a return, right? Effectively keep insurance and everything uh, separate from investments. Uh, just looking at these simple calculations has definitely put a lot of things into perspective for me. And uh, I hope that even for our audience, the misconception around guaranteed income products uh, will now be eradicated and they can make a rational choice. So thank you so much, Varun. Uh, finally, moving on to the next question. Can you please give us some key tips uh, regarding investment and insurance? Forget we like to keep it simple for this the this uh, episode. So I will give you three key tips that you need to keep in mind when you're thinking about investments and insurance. Number one, keep investments and insurance separate. As we have just seen from the above example, insurance as a product is not designed to give you returns. It is a risk product. It is designed to provide you or your dependents with protection in case of an untimely demise or a medical emergency or so on and so forth. Investments are separate. They are provided to give you longer term wealth creation opportunity. So that's number one. Keep insurance and investments separate. Number two, keep insurance simple. As I reiterate time and time again, buy a term life cover for you if you have dependents. And number two, buy a cashless comprehensive health insurance for you and your family members. That's number two. You do not really need to have any other uh, insurance products because in effect, there is none, right? The moment you move beyond a term life and a health life, you will see aspects of investments being uh, commingled with the insurance products. And number three, invest with the same patience and temperament that you would have invested in so-called insurance products, right? The kind of lock-in that these products have, the kind of penalty that they impose on you if you want to withdraw your money prematurely. I think sometimes at the end of the day, these lock-ins actually work in your favor because you know that you'll not be able to withdraw money for a certain period of time. So you just stay invested for that period. But we have seen in case of investments with investments in mutual funds, investments in stocks, the kind of liquidity and flexibility actually works against you because of the trading nature, which most of the people today have in India. They, the moment they see um, their fund or their stock not performing well, they have this urge to go redeem and go invest in something. But you need to give these investments some amount of time. So have that patience, have that temperament and use. And as you would have seen from the returns, right? If you just stay invested and do nothing, the kind of returns and the kind of payouts that you can get from a uh, investing in the markets, whether that's through mutual funds or equities, is significantly higher than what you could have generated by investing in uh, these guaranteed income products. So that, that's just what my, I would say, three tips uh, are for the audience today. Well, thank you so much, Varun. I definitely learned a lot and I hope so did the audience. Uh, thank you again and I will see you next week. Thank you, Akshita.